and we're rolling. <laughs> Three, two, one, dusty bins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst ending I've ever been anything. Right. Hello, everyone. Fuck. Hello everyone and welcome to another wonderful episode of Podcast in a Half Shell. I am, as always, Duncan, your co-host with the co-almost most today, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, and of course, with me, as always, is the wonderful Stace, Stace Bob, Stacey at T Taylor, <laughs> Twitter lady extraordinaire. Say hello. Alright, pets. Hello. Hello. So, yeah. Stace. Dunk. Do you know what? What? Got... <laughs> Do you know what? Oh, I've got mental. Guess yeah, what? What? I've got a surprise for you. Oh god. We've got a. We've got. A, we've had a guest on today. Oh yeah. Did you know that? That's not a surprise to did me because you... I oh. organised it. You scared oh, me yeah, from over there because I thought you had like a sexy surprise or like a scary surprise. <laughs> and I was no, 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 no. Don't oh, worry. I'll wait until we're not recording for the for that one. <laughs> To, this would probably come as no surprise to anybody, considering it's almost definitely going to be in the introduction. But we've got a wonderful special guest today. Huzzah! The fantastic... Mateus. Mateus, that's it. He's already corrected us. <laughs> and we still don't know how to do it? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We mean well. Wonderful and... Absolutely lovely, Mateus. 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 I have to say it in a vaguely sexy way. I'm sorry. Yes, I know. You've already <laughs> told him he's got a dreamy accent. Now, as you probably already gathered, this interview has been pre-recorded. It just happened. It's just happened. We just did an interview. So, without further ado, let's begin. This is a first for us, our first first interview Yay! for uh, podcast in a half show, and um, I think we've got pretty solid guest. Yeah, well, pretty a, a <laughs> very very solid guest. We've got to try not to fawn too much. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm certain that everybody's going to recognise the name. I would say so. If they don't, they're silly. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. This is a gentleman whose artwork you might recognise from the New Fifty Two Style H or Funnily enough, considering <laughs> that this is a podcast almost entirely about the Ninja Turtles from the amazing IDW Ninja Turtles series, Mateus Santaloco. Hey, guys. Did we say it right? What's I say we, you said it. Yeah, it, it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. You got the Santaloco part right, but Mateus is Mateus. 
But oh, 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 it sounds so romantic. <laughs> See, this is why you should have done that, I'm not sorry. me. <laughs> I didn't think to ask him how his first name was pronounced. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us. Thank you guys for having me. So, I guess, like, on the off chance that people listening don't know who you are, which is ridiculous, um, do you want to just talk a little bit about how you got into comics and, and the stuff that you've worked on in the past? Well, I, I, I start talk, uh, I've started working with comics uh, officially in 2006. Mm-hmm. I did some small gigs for, for Boom and Boom Studios. Yeah. And later, uh, soon later, actually, uh, I did... Uh, a miniseries for them too, uh, Two Guns, which is actually a movie now. And I thought I recognised the title. Yeah. Honestly, I did not know that was a comic. See, no, it, I... it was a comic. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I, I, after that, I, I did a series for Boom too, uh, uh, Fall of Cthulhu. Or Cthulhu. I, I I I I never know how to how to spell it right. Is Cthulhu or Cthulhu? I, I don't think anybody knows how to pronounce it properly apart yeah. from H.P. Lovecraft well, I was and he's, say, uh, he's not really said, with us anymore. I've always said Cthulhu because that H throws me off, but I could just be being an idiot. So <laughs> I'm sure the internet will correct us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't care. They can bring it on. I'm not scared of them. <laughs> and, and actually, uh, after that, I, I did a lot of small gigs. I did something for for Image, for actually for, for C.B. Sebowski. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wonderlust Volume Two, and and some stuff for Marvel. Soon after, uh, Rampage, Wolverine, uh, a miniseries, miniseries to uh, Dark Legion for Marvel, and X Necrosha for Marvel too. All small geeks, but that's how I started. And in 2010, if I'm not wrong, in the, the, the later 2010, IDW contacted me. They actually, who, who introduced them to me was my, my good friend, uh, Rafael Grandpa. I'm sure you all know that, now know him. And he introduced me to Bobby Curnum. They were talking about uh, other gigs for Grandpa. They were, they were seeing if Grandpa would agree to do some covers for, for IDW. And, and they were talking about, they, they, have, they had uh, very recently at the time uh, acquired the, the, um, the rights to publish the Ninja Turtles, the Ninja Turtles book, and, and they didn't have didn't have nothing at the time, so they were just uh, I don't know they were looking for 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 people to work with them. If I'm not wrong, Kevin Eastman was not even on board at the, at that time, and and so I started to talk with with Bobby Kernel about the the Turtles gig at that time, and he actually was looking for for an artist, and I, I said to him. No way, I want to read that stuff too. I want to write, sorry. I want to write it. So back then, we were just talking and I, I uh, sent them a proposal for the, the Turtle books, mm-hmm. the Turtle comics. But as we all know, Kevin Eastman came on board. So for <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would imagine there would have been a slight bit of uproar if you'd have booted, uh, if you'd have kept Kevin Eastman off the book. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I was happy. I was happy. Actually, it was like Bobby wrote me an email and he said, man, I hate to tell you, but uh, we have some big shots now and I doubt, I doubt that 
that we will go with your proposal because it's Kevin Eastman, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I just, no, come on, man. I, I'm really proud to lose for Kevin Eastman. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're going to have to, if you've got to lose a, lose the job to anybody, at least it's the original creator of the series. <laughs> it was it was strange because I was kind of bummed for for not getting the gig at the time to to you know write the write the, the thing from scratch. Mm -hmm. But when I heard that it was Kevin Eastman, I was kind of happy too. So. <laughs> It was weird. But you did end up writing the secret history of the Foot Clan, though, didn't you? Yeah, I, I think that that's when I, I planted the seed, and later they called me to, to write the, the, the secret history because of that. Did so, you draw that as well, or am I going mental? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I don't know how anybody has yeah. the time to even fart, let alone write and draw a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty hard, I think. Uh, it's kind of because we... we I wrote the, the 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 secret history while I was writing um, Dial, Dial H for mm -hmm. DC Comics. So I, I was writing in my spare time, and we actually worked for a year in a four-issue comic book, which I think is is not the 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 regular mm -hmm. uh, time frame that w which writers will will do that for a four-issue miniseries, you know. But we work it we we, we we work in it for a year, and then just when I finished the first arc, uh, the first story arc for for Dio Age, that's when we actually get started with the scripts. And then uh, Eric Burnham came aboard, came on board to help me out with my lousy English, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing pretty well, to be fair. <laughs> Got our accents to deal I can't with. Can't but in that to write a script. It's not something that uh, I, 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 would, I could never do it alone because, you know, I could never write the dialogues for a, a natural English speaker, you know, an English reader. So it was essential that we, we had someone in the States to, to help me out. First, we, first, when we first contacted Eric, uh, we thought, hey, can you help out with, with the dialogues and stuff? But Eric had some great ideas. so. Uh, in the end, he split the script with me, and which which was great. Which which was it was a big help actually. See, I, I mean, I've <clears throat> I'm running a little bit behind. I've only just got to City Fall. Shocking. So, having recently read Secret History of the Foot Clan, I've, I mean, I've, I've got to say it's a it's a great read, but you did a fantastic job of capturing like all four of the turtles and and just weaving in a brilliant story about. You know, the, well, the, the secret history of the Foot Clan. <laughs> what it says, but like tying it in just perfectly with what's going on in the present day as well. It's and, and it's oh, it's, it's it's such a good read, and you know, to to hear to to see your story as well as well as um, to to read it as well as seeing it visualized. How obviously it, it came about in your head is uh, it's just quite interesting. You don't really get to it's not you know it's not something you get to see as often as as you'd probably like really. But it, I, I yeah I've got to say I was a two thumbs way up for uh, for me. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and I'm, I'm also enjoying City Fall by the way. <laughs> just I'd, uh, I'd put that in there. <laughs> but we're not allowed to talk about anything that happened after that because it will spoil everything for Duncan. <laughs> Issue forty four though, Duncan. I already know what happened. Nothing that happens after City Fall. I've, I've, that's as far as I've got at the moment because I'm um, I'm only just um, I'm catching up. <laughs> you call yourself a podcast in a half shell co-host and you're not even up to date it's oh god hey, look it, who's the one who normally corrects you yeah all right shut up 
it's me, honestly. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was. You know, I've got to say, I might actually. This it might be. Um, this might possibly be my favourite uh, shade for Leonardo at the moment. The way that he's sort of been turned to the dark side, if you like, and seeing him in like the in, in almost like a mini shredder garb was absolutely fantastic. Especially that bit where the the, the, the um, there's a couple of panels where Raphael goes to attack him and he pops those uh, shredder blades out of his arms. Oh god, so very very good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Actually, I have some some interesting 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 stories that actually it didn't happen because you know with with Nickelodeon is not is not unusual that if if if, if we try to have two bold ideas ideas that are mm. I don't know maybe too mature uh, too mature uh, it, it, uh, Nickelodeon will will ask us to you know turn turn them down mm -hmm. and. When I was writing the secret history, uh, I'll, I'll, they were they were already layouting the plan for City Fall, and and I was and there was one one aspect of Dark Leo that they were planning to do. Tom Tom wanted to be to to insinuate that maybe Leonardo, of course not the turtle, but the children from uh, Feldo Japan, mm -hmm. was not Hamato Yoshi's son. He was going Ooh. to be your son. Oh, that yeah. Oh, I quite like and, that. And that will lead that from from secret history to 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 city fall. That will lead to the whole dark Leo story. But obviously, Nickelodeon <laughs> say no, <laughs> and we got the brainwash story. <laughs> I tell you what, though, that would explain a lot as to why Arakusaki hates Amato Yoshi so much. Yeah. I'd hate someone who nicked my kid, I'd be honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't even like kids that much, but... You know, that, that whole, the whole ch uh, chapter on secret history where the Hamato Yoshi and Arakusaki are, are celebrating for the, their mission, and they're about to get uh, promoted to Chunin's, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, in that part, I, I had written the. We have some insinuation that Orokosaki was interested in in Tang Shen, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's a part of that. But in the end, we just stop it right there. Well, that's a shame that it feels like this. That could have been a really, really interesting story thread. But I mean. Yeah, but Bobby so keeps reminding me that we have to to keep the. We kept. We have to keep this book to a wider audience, you know. Uh, because children will come aboard and will come to read it, and you know you have to be careful. Well, to, I mean, to be—it's a shame, but to, uh, you know, it's still such a good read. And I mean, the entire series. I mean, all all of the mini series, everything. Although, I, I mean, from what I've I've read so far, I think I think probably I think without a doubt that Secret History is probably the strongest of the mini series. So, um, but some, I mean, so I suppose sometimes when. Um, you know, editorial control. Some, you know, gives. Uh, I can't articulate. Um... Yeah, put your teeth in. Doc. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I think it's because now this is a franchise and yeah. have all the the bureaucracy going on with with Nickelodeon. They are great. They are taking care. They are really taking good care of these characters. We, we live in a great turtle moment, you know? <laughs> and much much is Nickelodeon is, is responsible for much of that, and. And as far as I know from EDW, they want to try the boldest ideas they, they, they can. But, you know, they, they do their best, their best. 
Well, I was going to say it's interesting that you say that they, that they don't want it to be too mature because I mean I say from what well, I've read, the, mature as they can. <laughs> well, well, this is what um, this is what I was just going to I was going to say that it, they seem to have they seem to get away with quite a bit really for but it like, can, in, it in can a good, get pretty dark. Yeah, but I mean, I mean in a good way, obviously mm. not nothing. Um, uh, n- nothing. That I, I mean, I, I, this is something that I'd probably let my own children read. It's it's a really good book, but I'd say it's. It, I'd I'd argue that it's definitely more mature than the than the, the TV series that Nickelodeon are putting out, which I know is a silly thing to say because obviously it's a children's program. But it's. Uh, yeah, I, I actually see that aside, uh, Mike, Michelangelo jokes on the movie is even more mature than the movie. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I, I like I've got so many problems with Michelangelo in the movies. Like all of the movies, he's just so creepy. Yes, no he, for it, he does there? come across as a bit of a pervert. As a he? woman, I don't think I ever wanted to meet Michelangelo. He's a teenager. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that is true. But he needs to learn to control himself. <laughs> um, going back to Leonardo and his uh, his, his little. <laughs> stroll into the land of Shreddedham. In terms of the artwork and stuff, how much leeway do you have in terms of design? And Because um, I think, I mean, I think Leo's look during the City Fall section is proper cracking. Was that pretty much down to you or was that like a team effort? Uh, no, actually, the in the scripts, the first the first drafts I, I received, uh, Leonardo would just wear slash mask. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. He'll be exactly the same, just with a black mask. And I suggested to them, well, let's put them, uh, let's let's dress him as a shredder, sort of. And they 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 liked the idea, and we went we went with it. Yeah, I think so. that was pretty much genius because it did, like you say, the the bit when he sort of pops his his claws out at rap, it was just like, oh, what? I think I fell out my chair. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with him. <laughs> Stop whispering. <laughs> it's, it's very noticeable that we've not done this before as a team. Yeah, so we do apologise. We are terrible at interviewing. Is the thing we're just learning right now. Uh, when the last the last time this one did an interview was with uh, Rob Pulse and the voice of Donatello, and all she up. and all she pretty much did was giggle relentlessly. Absolutely relentless. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm surprised because she's, she's blessed, really struggling to hold it in now as well. But you were fighting it so well. You were, I, do, you were I really doing, am. You're a champ. I think you're doing enough gushing for the pair of us. <laughs> I, uh, but I love you. Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, in terms of the turtles, have you always been? I mean, I would imagine you're a fan of the turtles because it, it sort of shines through in everything that you've done. Has it been like a, a lifelong love for you? Yeah, of course. Uh, actually, here in Brazil, we, we didn't have much access to all the everything that came out. Uh, all turtle, I don't know, comics, comics especially was hard to find here in Brazil. Mm-hmm. But obviously, obviously, the, the the TV show, the cartoon show from the eighties, that was that that was what hit me, you know. But the TV show, he was aired at, at, in the morning cartoon show here, here in Brazil during the week. And I was at school at that time, so I didn't have much much chances to watch it. Uh, when I could, I would I would record it. I would program my my VCR to to record it. But what what really got me hooked was the, the arcade game. That first arcade game. <laughs> you you just I was just going to say speak you're... in my language now. <laughs> Go on, you. Oh, the amount. Ima- I already knew the characters from the from the TV, but I was I was you know I, I thought oh the, the Ninja Turtles they are fun they are turtles and they are ninjas this is fun but 
with the, the, the arcade game, then I became addicted. <laughs> I honestly, I, the amount of money, pocket money as a, as a kid that I lost on that game, I, I regret none of it whatsoever. <laughs> I could have probably bought a house with it. I It was oh, <laughs> such, such a good game. Yeah, but that's not, you're talking not early 90s money well, these yeah, days, right. so that would have bought a house now. I, know, I was only like five, leave me <laughs> <laughs> You're only a few months older than me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I used to, uh, uh, the amount of times I've played and completed that. Is this is this the first arcade game or um, Turtles yeah, in Time the or first, the first, the, the first one? The, oh, I love that one. Yeah, the one uh, you know, uh, Fire. <laughs> oh God, yes. Yeah, oh, I love that. Such a Hang good on, game. <laughs> Having to dodge those um, the, the the apartment that for some reason had falling like cannonballs that made no sense, but it was just brilliant because it was an arcade game. Oh, oh, such a good yeah. game. You never Actually, played it? No, I haven't. Yellow, I could finish that game with one coin. Really? Wow. I've... <laughs> but I have to admit that I learned a few tricks. That, I don't know, it was like hacking the machine at the time. <laughs> That's amazing. They had all, sides of, all, all sorts of, of tricks in that game. You know, you could stand in the edge of i don't know any any stairs they had in the game if you could stand in the edge of the stair of that of that that step no no need no foot clan soldier will hit you and you could <laughs> You've um you've you've got uh, you've got Stacey's interest now because you picked her her favorite turtle without a doubt I think in terms of video games regardless of whether or not Donnie was my favorite he is the best to pick because he has a really long stick for a weapon Exactly <laughs> <laughs> he is the best strategically the best one. Leo all the way, baby. No, he's just Always one. been Leonardo. No, <laughs> you know no, the problem with Leonardo is which uh, the joystick for Leonardo was in the corner of the, the machine. And you have oh, to look yeah. at the screen sideways. <laughs> and if that... you play four four players, you'll be in the corner, you know. <laughs> that probably explains why my eyesight's as bad as it is, because I always <laughs> played as Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, I just totally stifled a burp. Not very well either. Mm. So this isn't exactly what you'd call a uh, hardball question, but um, if you were picking Donatello in the game, is it safe to say that he's your favourite turtle, or is it one no. of the other three? <gasps> <laughs> Shut up, Duncan. What do you know about life? No, of course, at, at, uh, when I was a teenager, uh, and I think I, I was more fond of Leonardo, you know, the leader. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you can't yes. see this, but Duncan's basically doing a victory dance. <laughs> First and best guest ever. <laughs> but... But ha-ha, I, there's a but. As I, as I started to play with Donatello, you know, you kind of... I don't know, you got to... You, you start to relate to it, and I start to really like Don. But, I don't know, watching the movies, I was, I was, I was always cheering for Leo, and Leo was my favourite, but... Second favorite Donatello for sure. See, he's got good taste. Oh wait. But now, but now my favorite is Michelangelo. <laughs> so basically, you love them all then. <laughs> I want to be a child again. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Michelangelo, particularly the one in the Nickelodeon cartoon, is just completely adorable. The new one. The yeah. New, new, yeah. Yeah. I just want to adopt him. He's so cute. No, he's awesome. He he's, he 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 get in the fight with his uh, his earphones and he was singing. Hum, 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 hum. How can I love that? 
that that's i think that's one of the things like going slightly off topic in terms of you and your work but one of my favorite things about that that cartoon is the little the little sort of nods they drop to the comics and the movies and the previous yeah. cartoon there's always just little things that i just think oh yeah i love that too i, I just watched the first season so far but i, I think it was pretty great it keeps getting better was it the end of series two that we reviewed that a couple uh, the, of episodes ago? The end ago of that series just... two and the beginning of series three. <sighs> You've got some good stuff ahead of you. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, they've, uh, they've. In fact, they've recently actually got the um, the mighty mute animals in there as well. Well, yeah, I heard about Mondo Gecko, but I, uh, I never saw anything in the internet. Uh, he's not come on it yet, but he's uh, he, apparently he's going to be in what an episode soon. But the the mighty mute animals that they've got in the in the cartoon are almost exactly the ones from the IDW series, minus I think maybe old Hob. Yeah, possibly. But the tiger, uh, they 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 had uh, they have uh, old Hobbs no? Oh no, he's not old Hob. That's um, what's it, Tiger Claw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. He, this is like a correspondent, no? Is it, they switch one for for the other, right? Uh, oh, probably they might have yeah, done possibly. actually. Yeah, they might have done. I hadn't even I hadn't even thought of it like that. No. But um, no, I mean they haven't got old. They've definitely not got old Hob. But I suppose that he's the closest that they've got to it. But he's a pretty he's a very good character. Yeah, Tiger Claw. Yeah, yeah. Shere like Khan. Stop calling him Shere Khan. It's not Shere every Khan. tiger is called Shere Khan. Every tiger is called Shere Khan. <laughs> it's Shere Khan from the Jungle Book. <laughs> pretty dear, but I love you. Um, I don't, see. I'm really scared about talking too much about the comics because you are not up to date no but you, you already know that I've had quite a bit of it ruined for me by jumping ahead and reading things and I also already know and what's happened to Donatello because yeah. everybody put that on the internet like two days after it happened so got, that go, got spoiled go for me by Kevin Eastman um, oh Kevin <laughs> I mean I know you didn't do the artwork on issue 44 but like how rough is it to <laughs> like I would imagine if you come to you know really love some characters it must be really rough to have to draw them in horrendous situations such as I'm going to have a cry <laughs> you know what's going on with Donnie at the moment did you like do you feel like you uh, dodged a bullet not having to do 44 <laughs> no no actually no I, I, I don't know I, I think I, I'm, I'm sort of Skeptical about comics in that subject, you know. Yeah. Main characters never die, and I'm sorry, I'm supposed to say that. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> like I've already talked at length about it everywhere, so. <laughs> and so I was not shocked. I was kind. I was kind of shocked about by the reaction of the internet. You know, I was kind of what people were really, really. <laughs> come on, man! Come on, guys! Of course, I, I already knew what what was going to happen afterwards, but. I think I'm kind of shocked every time you know they kill a, a superhero and people go crazy. I, I always I find I find I find it strange <laughs> because if, if if we had one superhero that actually die and stay dead, then I will understand. There's got to be one, surely. Nobody stays dead Can't except except Uncle Ben, and he's not a superhero. <laughs> Even Gwen Stacy came back for a little while. That's true. I've got to admit, when I first read it, well, I, I had a cry. I'm not going to lie, I had a cry. <laughs> uh, but it was mostly because 
it was mostly because I was scared about how they were going to bring him back because I knew, like, I knew he wasn't, he was either not going to be dead or he was going to be dead, but they'd find a way of, I don't know, they've got a time scepter and, you know, lots of technology. They'll work around it, it'll be fine. But I was, I was more concerned about it being like crap the way that they brought mm. him back. Um, so I'm quite happy now I've read issue 45 that it's not terrible. You like it? Yeah, I read it, I read that the other day, and I read um, I, literally just before we started recording. I read the um, the free comic book day issue, which uh, oh god, poor Donny lying in his little bed with his little tune, making me <laughs> too emotional for that sort of nonsense today. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that, Doc. I'd have thought it's more me shaking my head that's uh, bothering you. <laughs> Shut up. He's so sweet, though. You know that. Uh... I, uh, I read a lot of bad reaction about the uh, issue 45. Not not about the issue, but about the the path that Tom and Kevin and Bobby uh, took with Donnie. Oh, really? You you're fine with it? Yeah. Well, I I am and I'm not. I I liked it in the sense that it means that Donnie's not dead, which is fantastic, yeah. and it also means we get to see uh, spoilers, everyone, robot Donnie for a while, which seems like it could be cool. I read the Image series from the early nineties. I've seen <laughs> Robot Donatello already. This is no, that's exactly what I was going to bring up because people start to complain that you know you're turning Donatello into a robot. No Ninja Turtle should be a robot, but come on, man, Donatello was already a robot in the in the Image series, not. Yeah, they did worse things to them during that series than they'll ever do in the IDW series because yeah, it's true. it's well written and it's it's well drawn and it's got better <laughs> talent behind it. And it is cool because Tom, Tom, Tom and Kevin are always managing to to bring the, all this element from the old the old from all the interactions of the, of the turtles and you know this just makes sense for me. Yeah, I think. I think the only problem I had with it was the fact that it, it was it was my main theory, if you like. After I read issue 44, uh, obviously I, I partook of the random speculation as to what was going to happen. Well, that's and, the, um, that you did say to me you thought he was going to come back as yeah. a cyborg. Yeah, well, I didn't say cyborg. I said transferring his consciousness into Metalhead, which is ex- literally exactly what happened. Um, but oh, I just, well, now I don't need to read it, do sorry, I? Thanks for ruining that. Sorry, you love me. <laughs> I'm so adorable. I'm going to read it anyway. I don't know why I'm having to go so you'll, you'll forget by the time you get there. <laughs> Are you calling me thick? No, just forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I didn't have any problem with it at all. It's just that because one of one of the the main theories online was the idea that they were going to use somehow get in touch with Renee, use her time scepter, mm. go back in time, and have their future selves stay in the lab with Donnie while their past selves still went to the island and did all that nonsense. And I was like, oh, that could get convoluted and difficult really fast. Uh, also, it sets the precedent for always being able to fix your problems with the time scepter. So I'm glad they didn't go down that route. Yeah, I, I, I think it was nice, especially because because of that, because it's a way to 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 take that element from the image series. That, as far as the internet tells me, people like that. People like to see Donnie as a as a cyborg, and so for me, it just makes sense. You know? 
I, I've got to admit, like, I, I actually really enjoyed the Image series. I know a lot of people weren't that keen on it, but I thought it was pretty good. Like, my only problem with... I don't know if you've read them yourself, but the only problem I had with those is the fact that, for some reason, they don't act like they care about each other at all, which is really strange because they're always very, like, brotherly love, do anything to save their brothers or whatever. Whereas in this, it's like, oh, Donnie's a cyborg. Ah, fuck him. Who cares? <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay. You, you probably should care because that cyborg's trying to take over his brain and make him do evil things. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm rambling now. I do apologise. That series was it had the Crazy. stink. It had the stink of the nineties all over it. <laughs> I didn't read it. I didn't. Oh, it's, uh... if you can get hold of it, I think you should because it's worth. It's well for some yeah, reason. Angelo becomes a romance novelist, which is the thing I find the absolute brilliantest. That's not a word, but it'll do. <laughs> yeah, I, I just read read bits of it, but you know, I know that Raphael has has a really ugly scar I don't know not even how he got it oh that happens happens in the first issue (laughs) yeah that's that is literally the first page of the first issue (laughs) no that's Donatello getting riddled with bullets you sure? I thought. Yeah. It was, well, I mean, either way, it's it, the, the first issue feels like you're halfway through a story already. It's very, very. It starts very confusing and yeah. just kind of gets more and more extreme as you go along. Because, oh. like I said, it's a very '90s book, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting little novelty read. <laughs> <laughs> novelty read. I love it. I only read it for research. Research. Yeah, I, so I, I can just say, read so it because I like to read all the turtles. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a turtles completionist, but I wanted to be able to say like, I'm, at least I know Does what I'm talking about. Does that mean we have to about. read Archie comics? The, I'm the not, Archie comics ones. I'm not going to. You can if you want. <laughs> I sat through five episodes of the Next Mutation. I'm not doing. I'm not doing more work than I have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I think that's the, that's the one thing. Like. If if Tom and, and Kevin and stuff ever come to you and say, right, we're sticking Venus de Milo in the comic, can you please tell them no? The world says no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have that kind of power, but I will try. Please try. <laughs> Ask them very, very nicely. Uh, I'm sure they can't. This, it, it, mind you, do you know what? If she was well written... Uh, do you know I would just accept not having shell boobs. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. That's such a weird so, design choice. I, I don't know, man. I just think it's a bad idea. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, we're in a, we are, we are totally all, in all three of us are in agreement <laughs> on that. <laughs> if we're going to get strange about, you know, having a, a, a girl that is a turtle and, I don't know, maybe she becomes uh, the, the romantic interest, interest of one of the turtles. I don't, I don't even know how that play in the, in the next mutation. I just watched the first... Painful episode, and but uh, I'm just fine with Raphael and Alopex, you know. Yeah, I'm just fine with. I love it. Alopex. She's kind of brilliant. Oh, has she gone good? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is my no. fault. Look, this is this is this is all my fault. I should have read faster and got. I'm gonna through have to more. Jedi mind trick you after this. Like we did not spoil <laughs> the entire fucking series for you. I'm sorry. Uh, look, I'm, it's either way. It's going to be a joy to read. So it doesn't yeah. matter. It is good. Sometimes it's not all about the destination. It's the journey, Stace. Or you could just I'm do what I do and genuinely there. forget things. <laughs> I'm not Rich, Rich spoiled the end of series four of Dexter for me, which is like if anybody watches Dexter, that's a pretty big series. And I, by the time I got around to it, I'd completely forgotten and I had a cry. Hasn't he told you the ending of The Usual Suspects four times? Yeah. Is that you? 
Yeah. I still don't remember it. Uh, Something about a Kaiser? I don't know. You are such a strange person. Anyway. <laughs> Back to comics. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> It's bad enough when we do this one, it's just us two. We really uh, shouldn't be going off on one ago, no. just waffling on about things with a guest. Yeah, so I do apologise. I'm having fun. <laughs> That's good, as long as you're having fun. I was really concerned that we were just going to phone you and just go, I love you so much, and then you'd back away frightened. and <laughs> Bonus. Well, we wouldn't know if he's backing away because it's not a video call, so yeah, you might well, you could well be doing that right now. By the sounds of it, microphone-wise, it doesn't sound like he's run off afraid, so oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, we're um, we're conferring again. We need to stop doing this. We've got we've got to get better at uh, interviews. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's pretty much all I had to ask about so unless there's anything in particular you want to talk about um in terms of like don't spoil anything though because the internet will kill you but <laughs> i don't know guys if you want to talk more just chat it's up to you Ooh, just chat oh my god what should we talk about don't get me started don't put me on the spot you... <laughs> <laughs> i don't work well under pressure <laughs> yeah we can tell this is, this is going really, really it's took a turn for the terrible <laughs> <sighs> I do apologise. Um, do you know what? I'm going to have to stop calling myself the co-host with the co-host, I think. Mm. Oh, dear. You're doing a good job. It's fine. I should be better at this. I've been podcasting for seven years. Eight years? Yeah, I've only been doing this a, a few long months. long time. It's been nearly a year. Yeah. yeah but this, yeah. <laughs> this is my very first second podcast. Oh, really? Oh. Very second. <laughs> very second. Uh, will we better than the first one? I can edit that out, by the way. <laughs> you sound like a jealous girlfriend when you say that. Will we better than the first one? <laughs> I'd just like to know that I'm doing a good job, even though I can tell that I'm not. It's absolutely fine. No, this, this one sounds more like a pleasant conversation, and I'm enjoying it. Oh, that's good. Well, hey, um, if you want to talk about random other things other than turtles and yourself, go ahead. I'm... I don't know, guys. Uh, I'm sick of talking, talking about myself. I'm terrible about it. Well, uh, do you know what? You sound very British. That's a typically British thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I do, actually. I have um, Ooh, something. On. It's uh, completely unrelated to the turtles. Gasp. This is uncharted territory for us. No, you've been well for the show, but yeah. you, I've already I've already actually asked this one of you. Oh, okay, I'll shut up then. Now, I was very, very, very confused by Dial H. <laughs> I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that out there, and I'm worried that it might have been me being stupid because it was a really well written book and the artwork was brilliant, but I'm not a hundred percent. I didn't quite understand what was happening. <laughs> And I think that, I think that might be me being a bit stupid. <laughs> Is this you basically saying, "Can you explain dial H to me"? In a word, yes. <laughs> in a word? Yeah. Uh, in a, oh no, no, no. Oh no, sorry. I'm uh, sorry. That's that's it. Uh, it was great. Sorry. <laughs> to be to be honest, I, I didn't read it uh, the entire the entire series. I just I read uh, what I've done obviously until issue five. And I just got uh, a month ago, I think, uh, and a copy of uh, what are you calling it, uh, the the Lux edition or something like that of Dial Age with the, the complete series. Yeah. And I I, I read it. Uh, you know, I, I made a quick read. I, I didn't actually got into it. I, I didn't have the time yet. 
but what what it looks to me it it that china just developed what what he had what what he had laid, laid laid out in the in the first five issues, you know, is a is a matter about they they are calling these these characters from other dimensions and they are using their their powers and when they are actually becoming these characters, I don't know. There's there's a one there's one issue with Flash. Did you read that? No. I might have done, but I, it's it's been a while and I've slept since then. Yeah, there's there's one issue where uh, Nelson dials and he becomes not a weird superhero. He becomes the Flash, Ooh. and then they then they kind of realize, wait, these characters that we are transforming into, they exist in some place, just as this Flash exists in our world, and we're just stolen, stolen, stealing his, his power or even his personality, and his personality. They 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 got confused if the if when he's Flash. Where's the real Flash is, you know? If the real Flash just vanish and... <laughs> the Flash is just jogging down a street like, uh, why can't I go any quicker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, I think that's that's the main point of the series. But as I said, I didn't read it. I can I can actually... I think the, 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 the focus is this. They're, they're, stealing, they're stealing persons from other dimensions and bringing them to, the, to a world and using their powers. When Nelson becomes another hero, he is really the the other hero. He is have this the personality. He has the the memories of the, the of that character, and I don't know. I think the the drama is is in there someplace. <laughs> I have to read it to find out. <laughs> You'll have to if I'm stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to let us know afterwards what yeah, what the okay, bloody hell yeah, happened because I, I I mean I was reading it as well and I thought the first the first arc made perfect sense to me um, where he was just it, he only seemed to turn into like one character per issue and it made it was like quite a solid story and I was like oh okay and then just all sorts of things started happening and I wasn't entirely sure like who or what he was fighting against where they were getting these phones from why were there more than one phone like what was going <laughs> well one of them was a villain dial as well a villain dial like, yeah because yeah, 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 it, the dial yeah, as, far, as far as I understand the creation of the telephone was part of a, a whole conspir- conspir- conspiracy plan you know, conspiracy theory stuff uh, there were aliens they want something from earth and the creation of the, the telephone has to do with it has something to do with it Ooh. There we go. See, there's I the need mystery. to go back see, and read knew, this again. See, I knew about the dials though yeah. because it's it's a dial H for heroes, my really old series. Yeah, see, I never read the old one. Well, I never read it, but <laughs> that's what Wikipedia is for to catch up on things <laughs> if you don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> when Karen Berger, Karen Berger called me to talk about this project, and she called me, and you know, you you ever heard about uh, Dial H is an old series, and she she described it, what the series was about. And my first reaction was, yeah, like just like Ben 10. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's br- yeah, I didn't even <laughs> thought of that. That's the perfect comparison. <laughs> and oh. she laughed and, yeah, but Dial H is from the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so Ben 10's just like it. Yeah, Ben 10's a pilfered idea. There we go, you see. Ben 10, that idea. I need to read that again. Do you know what I think the problem for me is that because I've got a notoriously terrible memory, is reading things month to month. Mm. I think Dial H might have been a thing I should have saved up and read all in one go. Maybe I would have got it. I don't know. (laughs) 
I've got, I've, I've got to say, I, might, I really liked the, um, oh, I can't remember his name now, the hero from issue two, whose power was derived from other people's sadness. And he was basically like an emo Superman. I, <laughs> I, I, th- oh, he was my, I, I, Captain Lacrimose. That was it. That's the one. I, I couldn't, I, I didn't know how to pronounce his, how to pronounce it. So it's Captain Lacrimose. There you go. There we go. Yeah. That's, oh, he was, that was good. That was a good idea. You've I really got a good liked memory. That. I don't remember that at all. I told you. Yeah, the, uh, this this was just uh, the the only thing that we had in, on script is that he was a Superman with uh, a tear in his in his symbol, you know, in the chest, mm-hmm. and the whole thing to to transform him to to make him look like a evil Superman was, was my idea, and China was free with it. And well, I, I had a lot of fun with those characters. I, well, because, I was just about to ask. Like remote, they they gave me a huge leeway to to create whatever I want <laughs> with the descriptions they 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 sent me. So I was, you know what? I was, I'd actually been wondering that because I mean, this, oh, the, the I you know, the can't guy, get my words out. Another example, you know, the guy uh, with with uh, the how is his name? Iron Iron's Lane, I think. Iron's Nail. Iron's Nail. Iron Snail. Uh, oh, the oh, sorry, Iron. Yeah, the uh, the uh, the the giant snail who's like a, a, a soldier. Yeah, the soldier. Yeah. He was, in the in the script, he was just a guy with a backpack. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, he, he, all the powers and uh, the weapons will will come out from his backpack. That, that was in the script too, but was it was my idea to transform him and he was a commander too in, in the in the script but my idea it was my idea to transform the backpack in this huge tank sort of thing you know shell tank sort of thing so i had i had a lot of fun with that i think the weirdest one might have been cockahoople yeah no no <laughs> I don't know. That was, that was a tough one too, but that I just followed the the, the script. That was all China because it, it's, it's a weird character, but it really works out. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to explain. Cocker hoop or Stacy was a hula hoop that was a part chicken. <laughs> Which part? I'm not into. It was. It had a chicken's head and legs and I think wings, and it was like a hula hoop. It could move. It was actually a hula hoop with uh, a chicken's head, wings, and a tail. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Sorry. Yes, it didn't have legs. Sorry, but it, it, I think it moved super fast, if I remember rightly. Oh, oh, he spins yeah. fast. He was... And he had a, a super scream. I don't know. Like, and <laughs> and he, he made people uh, dizzy by spinning around them. <laughs> That's brilliant. That was it, because he'd gone from the Iron Snail to Cockahoople, and Iron Snail was dead powerful. And then to defeat this giant, defeat this giant monster, unfortunately, become Cockahoople. <laughs> You know, I have to. Yeah, I don't like to speculate, but I would imagine there were quite a lot of drugs involved in the making of Doctor H. <laughs> it's a very trippy, very dreamlike book, but it, oh. I might have to go back to it. I think it's kind of the signature of China, China Mirvillon. Do you know? I'm not convinced. I've read anything else, but is that really bad? Am I a bad nerd? Do I need a slap? Sorry. <laughs> no, but you've read Dial H. Yeah, but I've forgotten entirely everything about it. Uh, apparently, we'll go back to <laughs> it then. <laughs> God, <laughs> you're hard work. You are sometimes. Sorry, I don't know. I get my memory tested. Do you see what I've got to put up with? <laughs> you love me. Really. Every two months, I have to come here and deal with this, and I'm the one that's useless. 
Uh, this is my first interview, and you can't remember a damn thing. <laughs> Shut up. Leave me alone. Stop picking on me. It doesn't help that I've just eaten my weight in pizza and I can't stop burping. Well, this is a Turtles podcast, so we have to, we have to eat pizza beforehand. Oh, dear. Uh. See, I'm glad this isn't on video because you'd actually see that uh, my secret shame, which is that we're both wearing the exact same T-shirt. Turtles, turtles t-shirt it is a turtles t-shirt yes but it doesn't detract from the fact that we're both wearing the same damn t-shirt who gave you that awesome t-shirt though you gave me this bloody t-shirt <laughs> it seems to have become a habit now that whenever we record this podcast we just wear turtles stuff and eat pizza even though nobody sees that part yeah, yeah but we've got to get into the mood we've got to get into the spirit it's a little thing it's, yeah, it's like a strange ritual. <laughs> yeah, that's it's exactly what it is. <laughs> actually, I've got a this. Actually, I um, I don't know if have you, I don't know if you um, because I, I mean this is something that's quite recent. These um, the new photos from the uh, from the new the, the the sequel to the the turtles film, I, and uh, I don't know if you've got any like a reaction to, especially the photo of the new Casey Jones. I, I I've only seen the Casey Jones. With uh, the mask and holding the the hockey, that's the hockey it. Bat. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. It looks good. I don't. Did you did you spot what was written on the side of the hockey stick though? No. Eastman. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sweet reference. Which I thought, yeah, I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll admit I'm lamenting the loss of the long hair, but as yes. long as they get the personality right, I don't really care. I think he's got. I don't know. I think I think Stephen Amell could do it. I've only ever seen him as Arrow, and he's very, very boring. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know whether I mean Arrow's boring or Amel's boring. <laughs> we have to find out now. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> be, be positive. I am. I'm, I'm positive. super positive. I really liked the we last movie, despite the Michelangelo. We might even be getting Bebop and Rocksteady. Damn. So, so let me ask you a question now that we, we bring Casey Jones. How do you feel about Casey Jones in EW series? Uh, I, mean, I love well, I love Casey Jones, period, in anything, really. So, I mean, he was going to be a winner with me. That's, you know, <laughs> there's, mm. Casey Jones is a great character. Mm. He's just one of my favourites. When... Um, when I first started reading the IDW stuff, his first few appearances made me really uncomfortable, but in a good way, if that makes sense. Like the, the, the storyline with him and his dad and where that's grown from there has been kind of amazing, but it's like, it's almost a little bit too realistic and it just, it's, it hits a nerve. Not not particularly with me. I was never like beaten up or anything, but it's uh, it's rough to read. And it was a dark turn, I thought, mm. for a comic like that was trying to appeal to... <laughs> A lot of people, but I do, I do like him as a character, and I'm, I'm glad they don't overuse him if that makes any sort of sense. Because he's not like constantly there. Because he's one of those characters that, although he is brilliant, he's just a human person, and he shouldn't really be able to be going up against tons of mutants and ninjas mm. and robots and aliens and all sorts, and and not getting murdered. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he gets stabbed in this version, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was pretty dark and all, wasn't it? Mm. That also made me have a little bit of a cry. I think that was one of the ones though where you know we were saying earlier about superheroes and things not dying. Like we all knew Donny wasn't going to actually die because it's Donny, but but they they could have offed Casey, and that, that I think that's why that hit home in that issue for me because I just thought, what if they killed Casey? Because he's not main enough to. To not kill. See, I disagree. I don't think that they. I don't think that they'd get rid of Casey Jones. Do you think? 
No, no, not at all. Well, if, if, if they kill Casey Jones, it will get the not not exactly the same reaction, but we'll get a pretty good reaction too. Well, I'll be honest. I'd already read the um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters crossover, so I knew he wasn't going to die. <laughs> so I was already I kind of spoiled that. Up, things out of I know. I'm trying not to. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's because uh, uh, now with with 45 out, I read some some reviews, and one of them in particular just complain about IDW Casey Jones. It, it was like the first time I saw anyone complaining. Mm. But it, it was a solid review. It was not just someone saying, I don't like that, and period. It was like, you know, Casey Jones that I know is a badass and is just this vigilante and he's a badass, he kick ass, he kick ass and in IDW, he is the one who, who get his ass kicked all the time. And that's actually of, true. It sort of makes sense for me, to me. But I also think that uh, what what people at IDW are doing is that they are building building a character, and this whole story with, with his father and all. I think that we are yet to see, and I think that from 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 my heart because I I don't know that for sure. I, I didn't read anything that will tell me that. I think that we are yet to see the badass Casey Jones that we are we all expect to see in in the Ninja Turtles. You know? mm-hmm. Well, the, I mean, the thing is, he's he's a street brawler really to begin with. He's just you know he's he's his main source of fighting apart from going out and beating up muggers is what he's what he's he's learnt on the um, like on the ice hockey rink. He's not like a trained ninja, so the the, the level of threat that he's been going up against it's unreasonable to but think that he he'd come out of it unscathed. At the very least, he's going to get a couple of black eyes. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I, I like it. I think it's a really good portrayal of him. And I, I kind of, I like that they've dropped, because um, I know a lot of incarnations of Casey Jones have, have gone with the, his, his parents were killed by the purple dragons and that's what's made him the way he is. And I kind of prefer that he's, he's not as cut and dry as that. Mm. He's a, he's sort of, he, he I like keep, that his keeps, motivation is being a better person and not revenge. Yeah. Like he, yeah. want, he wants to be better than his dad. He's not necessarily going about it in a manner that most people would. But um, I do think it's the whole relationship with his, especially since his, you know, his dad became Hun essentially. Um, th- that feels like it's building up to something. I hope it is. Yeah, I hope too. And I, I'm, I'm honestly don't know <laughs> what will happen next. <laughs> I've got, I, like, in Waltz, I trust, though, I tell ya, that guy. I, uh, I I trust him with Donny, so I'll trust him with Casey. <laughs> Burnham for the win. Oh, you such a Burnham fanboy. I love Eric Burnham, all right? <laughs> I've said it on Twitter, and I'll say it on here, and I've said it on here several times. The guy's a genius. Th- there we go, see? <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I think he's great as well. He's wrote. He's he. Uh, well, all right. I have to tell you, you were you were praising the turtles in Secret History and how they they are into character. A good part of that is is Eric Burnham. He, he, he's it's not even just the turtles with Eric Burnham though I mean even his um, I've, I've never really read a Ghostbusters comic that captured the essence of the Ghostbusters as well as his run on the IDW series it's like he seems to be able to, to get under the skin of a character really really well 
But um, I mean, I, I, to, to your, to, I think to to both his credit and to yours, though, I think it it's, it must have been a meshing of both of you with um with the secret of the the secret history of the Fort Clan. Yeah, it was. But uh, I I have to say, it's, uh, the way we work it, uh, it was more or less like this. I, I will I will I would write the first draft of the script, and I already had the, the whole story approved by Nickelodeon and IDW. IDW. So I will, I will write the first draft, and and I will send him to him, and say, okay, do your magic, and especially especially during the fights and uh, some uh, you know small talk between the turtles, I will just put in the script, fun turtle talk, <laughs> <laughs> and he will do the magic. Especially because I can force you know. I, I had some bits and bytes that some 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 things that I I want to be uh, transmitted in the story. So when that was necessary, I would put it in the script. But when just turtles being turtles and just being teenagers and having fun, like the that brilliant joke when Donatello is changing the tire of the April's van, and he says. You know, you guys have plenty of time. You could change the tire yourselves. <laughs> and 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 Rafael goes, yeah, you know, we know, but Don does machines, you know. <laughs> and and he, it was some sort of screen name that Donatello is using some other time. That was genius, and that is all Eric Byrne. <laughs> I've got to say, I've always hated the uh, the does machines. Is that that's like from the uh, the theme tune to the eighties cartoon yeah. show? I just hate that term because it's. I know it didn't mean it back then, but it's so rude now. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't come across very well at all. It's like Donatello builds sex robots. What? Get your mind out the gutter, woman. It does though. No, it don't doesn't. pretend it doesn't. <laughs> you think it too? No, I didn't. It's not until now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Oh dear. Um, well, I'm very aware that we've been rambling for like a full hour, and you're sitting in an unventilated room in Brazil. Now, yeah, now in that the you've, afternoon. You've, you, you have made him close all the windows. Cause you're evil. No, not it's cold here. Really? I live in the south of Brazil, and, and it makes cold here. I've got no concept of geography. It's like I don't know if you guys measure your temperature in Fahrenheit, right? I don't know. Do uh, no, we're. Oh, oh no! Guys? Oh no! We're we're uh, we're we're Celsius because it's uh, Celsius. Amer- yeah Amer- America goes with Fahrenheit. Okay, here too. So today is exactly now. Let me check. Seventeen Fahrenheit. No Celsius. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, 17 Celsius. That's only vaguely warmer than here, then. Yeah, we're eleven. Uh, eleven Celsius. Ah. Yeah, yeah, we're eleven degrees Celsius. I've got there such a too. terrible sort of. Yeah, I don't know anything about the world. Do <laughs> thank I? God, thank God, some, for my weather app on my phone. Yeah, yeah. South Brazil, we have some regions that even snow here. This is not that common, but it does. That's kind of amazed me. I just envisioned you sitting there like sweating to death, but politely talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's real, real. <laughs> Stacy Taylor, world traveler. Yeah, I was Thank just... God, you're, 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 your global knowledge is immense. It's well, almost the... as good as your recollection of what Turtles franchise we're on about at shut any up. given time. Just shut up. I was uh, I was actually talking today about different parts of the world I'd consider moving to if the um, we had our elections today, and uh, it could go really badly for the entire country. So I was uh, trying to figure out places where I could go and live. Canada. But basically, yeah, it can't be too warm, but it also can't be too cold. Also, there can't be animals or like you know like big insects like i couldn't go to like australia because
with tarantulas. And, you know, it, like there's a whole thing, but now, I, you know, now I'm finding out things about South Brazil. That's an option, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we, we, but here, I, I, I don't know if, because we have cold in the winter, but the summer is it's pretty bad. Oh, would I roast to death? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, and it's getting worse, you know. I actually went on holiday to Belgium and it was 32 degrees and that almost killed me and that's like yes, nothing uh, compared to some parts of the world. When I when I was a child, I used to the, the winter was used to be much stronger here. So, but now in the in the last few years, last 10 years, things really changed. So, we have like a week that is really cold that can make less than 10, 10 Celsius. Mm. No, like I don't know in the. In the in the country here we we can go to two to two minus in the winter, but but nowadays in the last ten years we have like two weeks of that and the rest of it is like now seventeen and the summer is forty easily. Forty, oh. I would die. I would actually shrivel up and die. I would drive a van for a living. I couldn't do my job if it was that hot. Oh, I never God. had air conditioning in my whole life. But now, in the last five years, I, I just had to buy it. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I'm glad to know that you haven't melted while you were talking to us. That's, <laughs> that's always good. Um, so just before we uh, we let you go off and do, because it's like, what, five o'clock there? So dinner, I guess. Um, dinner. <laughs> have you got any um, upcoming projects or appearances you want to plug uh, so that people can find you no, in, in a place? Yeah. Actually, uh, I'm I'm going to be doing this arc, this this story arc circle for 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 IDW to issue 50, uh, skipping issue 48 because issue 50 is double sized. In case you don't know, and so I'm skipping 48, and I'm I'm right now I'm working in, on issue 47, mm -hmm. and 48 will be Corey again, which is great. And 49, I'll be back in 49 and 50, double-sized issue, and that's it for now. I'm still planning what to do later, and as far as appearances, just here in Brazil. I'll be at Fiki in Belo Horizonte, which is a huge comic event, just comics, not video games, not movies, not nothing, <laughs> just comics event, is huge in Belo Horizonte, and then in, in Sao Paulo, later in December, I'll be in Comic-Con experience in Sao Paulo, the second year, the, the second year of the event, and it's, it's getting pretty huge too. Last year we had Sean Murphy, Olivier Coipel, uh, David Johnson, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of big shots, and it's getting bigger and bigger, and I'll be there this year again. And for appearances, just that. As I said, I hate talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been ever so nice to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time to... Uh... Thanks, guys. I hope, I hope it works. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if, if you get an email tomorrow saying, can, you, can we do that all over again because it, we broke it, well, that wouldn't um, don't be, the be surprised. It wouldn't be the second time that we've had a podcast go wrong, would it now? Stop bringing it up. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I, I just don't know if you got everything you wanted. <laughs> oh, and more, mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's been great. I'll, I'll, I'll freely admit on the record that I was very nervous because I was scared I was just going to frighten you off by 
being very overly fangirlish. I thought I was going to be fine and then failed miserably. So we're, I think we're... <laughs> we swap roles. Yeah, we're at two different Yay. ends of the spectrum, aren't we? <laughs> but I didn't sit here fawning as much as I thought I would. That's good. So that's good. Yeah. I didn't just sit here and go, oh, you draw you draw good. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was literally... I thought that's all I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, <sighs> thumbs up for everyone. That's what I like said. I was nervous too. As I said, it's my second podcast, and my English is not that good. And I, I, I dis- we disagree uh, very well, much. Not only that, but also you've got a really dreamy accent that kind of negates any bad English, so it's fine. <laughs> you know, if I fuck up a sentence, I just sound like a numpty. So. <laughs> <laughs> I almost it? feel that I should actually translate for you for some of I'm her um, some of her her uh, colloquialisms. I'm pretty sure slang not a thing most people yeah, say. Is it? I don't get it. I just try to go with the context, you know. <laughs> 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 oh god. Oh dear. Well, thank you again, and um, we'll let you know when the episode comes out, so you can choose to pimp it or pretend it didn't exist, whichever suits you better. <laughs> I will definitely share it. Well, this one's all over. You're all over Twitter, aren't you, Stacey? I am, so. like a rash. Mm. And I'm barely ever on there, so... You should be more of an internet Yeah, person. I, I suck at those things, too. I have to, to make an effort to, to be on, internet, on Facebook and Twitter. I don't understand Twitter. I think I'm getting old. You've made me feel less special now because... You followed me on Twitter the other day, and I thought, "Ooh, hooray!" And then he says he doesn't go on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to make an effort. <laughs> oh, so what you're saying is, if you ever talk to me on Twitter, I should feel special. Feel as you will. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> on that note, um, thank you very much, and uh, hopefully, we'll speak again soon. I hope that too. So, that was our interview. That was our first interview. That was our first interview. Um, It wasn't completely terrible. Not completely, but (laughs) (laughs) it also wasn't completely professional. I'm going to absolve you of any sort of uh, uh, blame for this, because you've never done an interview before. I think I absolved myself of the blame a lot during the interview, (laughs) to be fair. Uh, So, I will wholeheartedly take on the full blame that I got all fangirl excited nervous, couldn't say any words, and failed at life i should have known this was going to happen you know because i I did the same thing with dougie braithwaite when i met him at a con and went all like and didn't know what to say (laughs) i genuinely don't know why i ever do interviews because even (laughs) though i really enjoy talking to the people getting me to actually say words to them Mm. to begin with is nigh on impossible like me at conventions is usually chickening out in the middle of a queue and going (laughs) away (laughs) yeah but i mean to be fair i did the same thing with my best friend david warner and now we're best friends we're best friends. That he told me he's my friend. Do you know what I actually honestly I'm not even joking, I circled the block like I don't know how many times before I went and I had to be forced <laughs> to go to him. They're like, Look, he's not gonna queue, go to him. And that's when I met Sark from Tron. Or Professor Jordan Perry from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Tales 2, Secret of the Use. Because uh, he's my best friend. <laughs> You're my best friend. Um, in a weird way. Anyway. 
yeah, anyway. Anyway, so hopefully you all enjoyed that interview. Well, I hope you... I, I put a question mark enjoy, on you because I'm not sure it really was one. Well, I, I hope they enjoyed it as much as we did because I know oh, we yeah, had, had a, a wonderful time. time um, and... I don't think it's hyperbole to say that he was an absolutely lovely guy. Top-notch gent. Whose um, who's warnings of his English not being good couldn't have been further from the truth. Honestly, he speaks better English than I do. I was going to say, he speaks, his English is better than most English people's. Yeah. So <laughs> Kind of puts but, me to shame. I feel like I need to learn another language now. I tried Japanese. I told you this before, didn't I? You I'm have, yeah, yeah. That was a, that it's was not a great with a, with a brummy accent. It's like French sounds terrible with a brummy accent. Oh, je me belle stay so. Oh, on Bermuda. Bonjour now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Bibliotech, discotech. <laughs> Shut up. I oh, know, I'm, I'm channeling Jasper Carrot. Sorry, it's so <laughs> the best I can do. Um, anyway, so that was a good, uh, like, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. We learned a couple of things that we'd never have done. Yep. Never have known. Yeah, uh, indeed. And we learnt nice a couple of things about how we should do interviews in the future, uh, which is useful. Yeah. Like, prepare some questions. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good start. I should know these things by now, and I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> to you and to Mateus. I'm saying it wrong, I know I am. I'm really sorry. <laughs> You're, you sound like Antonio Banderas as Puss in Boots. <laughs> In the track films exactly when you're doing it. <laughs> Therefore, I win. But he's very sexy also. He's Antonio Banderas. He's got a dream. I'm straight, but I would. In Desperado. See, I don't think he's in that Desperado. sexy. Why? In the face. The but he's, what, his voice could like yeah. melt a stick of butter. You're wrong, what? but, you know, in Desperado with the long hair and all black, being like shooting guns and stuff. Any. Bring. Why? What? Um, so, like, I know you haven't read it yet, but I feel like it'd be remiss to do an, an episode of this show post issue 44 of Turtles and not talk about it at least a little bit I loved it <laughs> you haven't read it like I says you how do you know I I don't want to go into it too much because I don't want to ruin things for you but you know exactly what happens Donnie did a dead well he didn't do a dead he did an almost dead he did a he did a clinging to life is what he did stressful that's what that book was I read it three times he got I... smashed in head with hammer it wasn't in the head, it was in the shell. Do you know, that's the part that confuses me. Now that we, we know what happens in terms of with Donnie's, like, essence business, uh, how are they going to fix that shell? Duct tape. Any of... Super really glue. I don't know. I thought it was a really good issue. Really this well is why I don't and... write comics. Super glue. <laughs> Maybe I should. I guess that's what was going to happen. No, you I did. shouldn't. I'm terrible. Uh, do you know what? I um, I'm too. I'm all hyped up on excitement, nerve, and pizza. Ness. Yeah, I did eat too much pizza. I did honestly have to keep turning away from the mic so I could burn. I did too. I'm really glad. And do you know what? That's made me so happy that it wasn't a video call. Because <laughs> I did. I wouldn't have wanted him to have like thought I'm being rude. Rain style. I turn. <laughs> well, I kept doing this, and I thought I realised like nobody can see me except you, and you don't care. <laughs> You've seen me do worse. What are you bothered about? <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I'm too hyped up to talk about things. I'm too excited. Uh, I need like I've got like post interview. Uh, you're on a high. Uh, you're on a post. Yeah. In, you're on. You are, you're on a post interview high. Yeah, I d- he's so sweet. I know, right? What? I, 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 such a. I can't. I can't say it enough. Such a lovely, lovely guy. Yeah, I'm a bit but, sad that he loves Leonardo. I'm not. Of course, you're not. Because it's the there's right. So, there's so it, few people who are on your the, side. Shut up, you. It's the right decision. Do you know what? I bet Eric Burnham loves Leonardo. Shut up. <laughs> now, Eric Burnham's a raff guy, I reckon. Nah. That's where I'm putting my money. 
No. <laughs> if we ever interview him, that'll be a question. We'll write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. But this is <clears throat> totally unrelated. <laughs> I hate myself a little for, saying, <laughs> for doing that, but it had to be done. Um, but let's wind down. Something that we're really bad at doing. Yeah. So, if you want to get in touch with us, I am on Twitter at Deadpool360. And I'm. Is that right? Yeah, it is. You sure? Yeah. Still? It is. Fuck. Unless you've changed it. You haven't changed You wouldn't know how to change it, would you? I'm no idea. Technology. Most of the time, can't remember what the login details are. Just glad it's stored on my phone, so. Good times. I'm T on the Twitters and on the Instagrams. I was going to put a picture of us earlier wearing the same t-shirt interviewing mm. Matthias, but I was Matthias. Podcast selfie. Hashtag podcast selfie. <laughs> Hashtag podcast and a half show. <clears throat> you can also email me at stacysparlour at gmail.com. Uh, Stacy with an E-Y and parlour with a U. Yeah. For our transatlantic cousins, as we, we always say. Oh, but to be fair, we keep making this distinction. How many emails have we had? Approximately zero. That is a lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, Kieran Round. Listen, right, mate. <laughs> you know Listen, do you know what I've noticed? Book. Do you know what I've noticed? Actually, this is something I've not done. This this episode, we've not mentioned key. We've not we've not key dropped. We've not key dropped. Listen, key. Come on, mate. Send us an email. Nobody else is going to. He doesn't have an email address. He's I'm got a phone every now and again. No, the internet works. <laughs> key. Come on, mate. Hotmail dot <laughs> com. Set up yourself an email account. Drop Hot us an email. <laughs> Come on. Live.com. Whatever you want to use. Yahoo. I don't care. Even if AOL. Anything, mate. Comcast. CompuServe. Whatever. Send us an email, mate. Come on. Make us feel loved. We also, know you've got it in you. Buy our face shirts. Buy our face shirts. Stace yeah. owns a face shirt. I do. And I've got two. One's got I've... my face and one's got our faces. Hey, when I get some of my fat, fat tax cheddar... <laughs> Right, after they all sold me last year, right? Well, it seems topical considering that it's, you know, voting day whilst we're recording that I should, you know, make it. Anyway, when I get some of my fat tax cheddar back, right, I'm going to buy me a sweet face shirt with my face on it. Do it'll have your face on it as well. It will. Cause, uh, Duncan, right on the nipple. Duncan's, uh, Duncan's not famous enough to wear his I don't have Aww. a solo face yet. Aww. I don't know what you want from me. Anyway. Can I get like a can I get like a special custom made one that says co-host with the co-host on it? If you want to. No, I'm I don't, not actually no, I don't want I'm to. Not, now that I think it. now that I've said it out loud. No, no, I don't <laughs> want that. You can get those from spcp.spreadshirt.co.uk. Spreadshirt. That came out really badly. I highly advise that if you have got money in your wallet. Give it to us and have a shirt instead. You say us. <laughs> it doesn't even go to me unless <laughs> unless literally nobody's bought any. Because <laughs> I've had zero dollar from this. Did you not get your own money back? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fucking pay 34 quid. I didn't get shit. <laughs> oh, that's good. Can you not check to see if like people? I if this... don't know. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm got no wonder things are selling so well on this on this site. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
anyway. enjoy how short the intro was in comparison to how long our outro <laughs> to this has been. Fist yeah, nonsense. we need to like get off because because as usual we start to waffle and it's going to be that the outro will actually be longer than the interview. <laughs> so anyway, um, spreadsheet, Gmail, Twitter, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, all the things, all the things. the things. Don't don't add me on Facebook. I we'll don't accept friend requests. <laughs> so we will see you. We won't because we don't see you and you don't see us. We'll, you'll hear us in like two months. That's it. We're never more than a wink and a dream away. <laughs> yeah, all right. Ta-ra. Yeah, that sounded horrible, didn't it? Terrifying. Nightmarish. On that note. Bye. Laters, taters. Bye.